The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Foster, and you're watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Wherever podcasts can be found, if you're listening to us in the audio realm, if you take a second, leave us a rating, review, or comment. It really does go a long way towards helping uh, uh, expose going in raw Ooh. to uh, to a, a, a whole new world, a whole new whole audience. Whole new world. <laughs> you can just do that, please. That'd be that'd be terrific, Larson. Listen, in celebration of the dead man coming back, uh, is sale extended, Steve? Yes, I extended the sale, Larson. Promo code STOMP right there at friendomarket.com. Better get that order in soon because this dude is hopping a plane in about four or five days and I'll be out of here and your order will be languishing in purgatory. For about three weeks. For about three weeks. So uh, I'll actually be, we'll be temporarily for that time bringing the store down. Should I bring the store down or should I just put a disclaimer on there saying this shit ain't shipping till... Till Steve gets back. Yeah, I should probably do that. Just do that instead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so we don't miss out on any money. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just as long as people are aware that it's going to be, shipping's going to be delayed, that's fine. Because it's like three weeks, but then plus, whenever I get around to actually shipping them. Uh, but all of last month's Patreon orders and pretty much most of the stuff, I need I need to grab a couple postcards from here, mm. the red ones, mm-hmm. uh, because you get one of those with the sticker packs and the shirt packs too. Yeah, yeah. So I got to get a couple of those, get you to autograph them. I'll autograph them and we'll send them on out. But yeah, friendomarket.com, promo code STOMP, uh, you can get. And the reason I bring that up, of course, because coincidentally we have a shirt that features a character that kind of maybe resembles uh, yeah, The Undertaker. Maybe, maybe. passing. It's not, it's not really. This. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's kind You really of. have to think about it. And then, of course, whoever this character is, his catchphrase, I'll put you down like a dog. Words The Undertaker has never said. He's never said that. Never said that. I might words. have misremembered him saying that at some point. Mm. But, uh, but, yeah. So that's there right now. And, uh, yeah, it's all good stuff. There's some more items coming up. I just haven't put up, up on the shop. I'm going to do it later. But I, I'm going to finally put up our uh, all-over Wolfpack print. Nice. And the single slow Wolfpack print. Why would you want one single slow wolf when you could have a multitude? I say leave that up to the people making the decision, the people with the money. Anyways, uh, good stuff. Uh, what did you think of uh, Monday Night Raw? Well, I'll last tell you night. one thing. Okay. Uh, it was a, a blessing in disguise because uh, about ten thirty last night, when I was getting a bit sleepy, mm-hmm. boom, my cable went out. Oh I was wow! To watch the last half hour of Raw. Oh yeah. So I waited. I, I I waited. I don't know ten minutes to see if it would work again. Mm-hmm. It didn't. 
I went to bed, woke up this morning, and watched the last hour, half hour on my phone. Yeah, sure. The main so, event. That was good. Well, yeah, yeah. Like the, the Alexa and Nikki Cross stuff mm-hmm. and the main event. And so it broke up the experience. Oh, yeah. So that's always better for me when that happens. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, nonetheless, it was largely enjoyable. There's still stuff that kind of is, 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 it leads to scratching your head, doesn't make a ton of sense. Like, why is The Undertaker around? Okay, let me ask you that really quick. We can maybe, this might be wildly optimistic. Let's say Undertaker shows up because they're going to have him versus Drew at SummerSlam. Uh huh. Let's say it's Taker versus Drew at yeah. SummerSlam. If Drew got it. Probably going to be Taker versus Shane. They already did that. I had forgotten about it. Maybe they forgot about it too, and they're going to do that again. Well, it was a hell of a self. Have some different stipulation. What if it's Taker versus Drew? And Drew gets a win. That'd be great. Would that erase all the bad stuff that's happened so far? Because I kind of feel like it would. It would help a lot. It would help a lot. But like, like I just want, win. I just want to know why. I don't know. I want to know why the Undertaker's there. Man, what are you talking? Haven't you been reading all these Seth Rollins interviews? Don't worry about the why, man. Just go with it. It's the best wrestling on the planet. <laughs> the why is kind of it, like you need to worry about what you're doing in your life, and don't worry about what oh, the, the, I, the, the creative I, is. Am I one of the dorks? <laughs> Or your Ambrose, I forget which uh, one. No, I think I, I'm, one, I'm one of the. Dorks. I love Dean, but why are you going on a soapbox? I think I'm. I think I'm one of the dorks. Dean, why are you going on a? Why are you using a soapbox to validate everything the dorks say about the WWE <laughs> and what goes on back there? Um, That's been a wild ride. No, I mean, like, here's the thing, though. I don't know. If Seth has addressed this. Seems to be addressing a lot of. You stuff. You need like to know that. the why to really invest emotionally in what's going on in these matches. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I I enjoy a good wrestling exhibition, mm-hmm. and I can get into the athleticism and the storytelling within the context of the match. But unless, but but if you want to 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 transcend beyond that, there's got to be at least something a hook. Hey, wouldn't it be awesome if next Monday or even tonight, Undertaker came back and he got on the mic and he gave this explanation that was like, "Oh my God, that makes total sense." But I'm not sure what that explanation could possibly be. I was trying to wrap my head around it. Is yeah. it simply like? Roman, you know, that should have been Undertaker's last match when Roman beat him. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Oh, yeah. He laid his coat and yeah. hat in the middle of the ring. He descended back into descended the river. Descended to the underworld. Yeah. Yeah. Took a ride in River Stygian mm-hmm. to the next phase of his life. That should have been it. Mm-hmm. And then, what, I think the next mania he came back, or even before then. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, it's got to be tied into that somehow. Yeah. Like he's endorsing this being Roman's yard now mm-hmm. because he beat him and he wants to help Roman establish his yard. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. I'd be cool with that. That'd be fine. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It's probably, he's probably going to, if he does get on the mic, which I'm sure he will, uh, he'll probably just say a lot of stuff about. Shane, you spoiled rich brat. I wish even that would be cool, but he sort of sometimes he constrained to Bray territory with how you know elliptical he could be. Yeah, unless they did. Somebody mentioned in in our Twitter comments or somewhere Twitter in our tweets, uh, it would be like it maybe the Fiend would come back and confront the Undertaker at the end of his match mm. at Extreme Rules, mm-hmm. and then it'd be the Fiend versus the Undertaker. That'd be a, a big win for the a big initial win for the Fiend if that were to yeah. happen. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'm looking at the community poll right now, the community tab poll rather that I put up last night. Oh, there's not a whole lot in the A's. The A's, well, the A's are 20. percent Well, that's good for raw. Well, it, it outpaced the Nays by a, a, a brisk. Like the Nays are only at seven percent. In betweens are at 26 percent and don't plan to watch. This is kind of normal these days at 41 percent. Oof. Uh, so yeah, 
no, I was I was like the in between. Yeah, twenty seventeen. We had Ricochet versus AJ Styles in the main event. Yeah, that's something. Um, I did think that it was. Last night was one of those episodes where I kind of wish we didn't hear those reports about the commercial stuff. Because if we hadn't heard that and if they hadn't made a point of twice saying, oh, we're going to restart the match now, you, you wouldn't have noticed. It, you pr- I probably wouldn't have noticed. Like when they had the elimination tag match, if Michael Cole hadn't said before the commercial break, oh, we're going to restart it as a normal tag match now. There's no reason to say that. Yeah, I know. There's no reason to say that. I Same know. with the AJ stuff. There's no the reason AJ to say stuff, that. The AJ stuff, yeah. No reason to say that. The ref is just giving the lad two to handle his business out there not counting him out. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, say it. So, you know, that was what it was. I didn't, I mean, I don't know. It. I think last night was just one of those things where I had so much going on in my head mm-hmm. with the world of wrestling. You know, it's like with all the Seth stuff and the Osprey stuff and then like the Vince commercial stuff. I'm just watching Raw and I'm like, I'm just, I'm really just trying to like. It's hard to get into the show when there's so much stuff I'm going on. I'm trying to like figure out like if I like this or not. I really am. And it just, to me, I think last night was one of those times. It just sort of felt like it was taking a long time. I know you've said that a lot like lately. I haven't really been like lately. I've been like, oh, wow, we're already at 710. Cool. Right on. Last night I was like, oh, what time is it? Like 730? Oh, my God. It's 620. Like I felt like the first hour flew by pretty quick. Mm -hmm. But then on the turn, the third hour, things slowed down. Yeah. We're getting into really weird space with Raw these days. It's, It's an odd. Especially when you know the inner workings of a lot of stuff. So your mind instantly goes to how is this fitting into Vince's new wishes and plans. Yeah, yeah. How is this going to factor into SmackDown on Fox? How yeah. are they going to do it? Yeah. But uh, but it is what it is. I mean, that's what we do. We sit here and analyze stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the best of our ability. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, do we have any new patrons? Did you already do that? Oh, no. There you go. Uh, Holden Stanford on Super Chats asked, does Steve being gone mean Adam Mayhem's co-hosting? Oh, God, no. Uh, no, in fact, uh, Cal Jack, yes. uh, local wrestler, uh, he's been, he was one of the first people, he was in the first class of, uh, NXT performance center, WWE performance yeah. center. Yeah. He opened the performance center with a big crew of some people who are still there, some people who aren't still there. Um, and, uh, and he's got a wealth of stories, a, a, wealth ter- of knowledge, a yeah. terrific human being yeah, like Cal dude. is, is he's fantastic. Uh, he's also going to be house sitting for me. Oh. Yeah, so that's 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 good. Yeah. Nobody's gonna nobody's gonna rob my house with Cal there. No, that's for sure. No, he's a big dude. I'm gonna have to adjust the camera because he's pretty tall. <laughs> he probably he's tall. Probably, he's super tall. <laughs> it's gonna be like where's my my only, it's, gonna, it's gonna be it would be like this. Yeah, this be a good eight inches of headspace above <laughs> my my exactly. my head. Yeah, uh, yeah. New patrons. So on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson, we have a variety of reward tiers over there. Uh, and even one dollar goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I've actually said this guy's name before, but I'll act like he's new. Doug Foxford. Thank you so much, Doug. Um, Thank you. And then, uh, yeah, we also have uh, channel memberships now on YouTube mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. where you get access to all of our bonus content that we uh, have opened get, up to the $5 get, uh, patrons. Uh, badges. And you get badges. Yeah, the Chicago Slow Wolf is, uh, is the latest one. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, so good stuff. Anyways, uh, yeah, let's get into let's Raw. Let's get into it. So the show kicked off with, uh, as advertised, Seth Rollins. He came down the ring. He's about to say something. He's instantly interrupted by the man, the man, Becky Lynch. His, 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 the man. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Seth gives Baron some credit for picking Lacey Evans as ref, someone that he can't clobber with a chair. 
Yeah, he had to give credit. He said, I got to give credit where credit's due. It's pretty smart. You know, I couldn't hit her with a chair. But then he said something like, well, but Baron, he's still playing checkers when I'm playing chess. Uh, he didn't realize that I, Seth, had the best backup on the planet, that mm-hmm. being the man, Becky yeah. Lynch. He said, mine is superior. Yeah. Uh, then, uh, uh, yeah, so Becky had a little bit to say. Uh, she called uh, Lacey Evans a plank, again, yeah. I believe, yeah, and uh, sort of gave some uh, some backstory on what happened in case anybody missed stomping grounds. She didn't mention uh, what she said on Twitter, which was uh, she didn't, you know, like uh, beatdowns, whatever. Oh yeah, you don't mess with the man's man's front area. Once you start, once you start getting in on that ball skin, then uh, it's yeah. Lacey Evans was searching for for if Seth Rollins had been taken advantage of Manscaped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll find out more about that later. Yes. Um, but Lacey Evans, uh, in, in to her credit, she had a pretty fiery response on Twitter. Said uh, basically, Seth Rollins uh, doesn't have a lot going on down there. Oh dang. Yeah, because she was down there forever. Yeah, like that arm was like yeah, it was lingering. She was like Manscaped. Yay, nay. Yeah. I don't know. I can't yeah. tell. Yeah. She, so yeah. anyways, uh, after uh, Becky speaks, uh, Baron's music plays. So of course, both yeah. Seth and Becky tunnel vision to the ramp. Yeah. Lacey attacks Becky from behind. Mm. Becky fends her off. Stomps in the corner. Yeah, Seth tried to like take Becky off her for a second. And Becky like pushed him and said, yeah. stay out of my business. Yeah. I like that. That was That's a good. good bit. That's good. I actually thought, I'll, so like before we continue the recap, I actually thought that they handled the, the set like... They, I thought they handled the Seth Becky stuff pretty yeah. well. It felt more like two top guys in there yeah, yeah, than yeah, a couple yeah, of lovey yeah, 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 totally. totally. And I, that, Especially the push bit. Yeah. That moment made it. That moment yeah, really totally, did make totally. it. Totally. And it, I think apart from like a, a, a brief little side hug at the end, that was right. Yeah, there was really no tension. Just felt like you know Austin and Rock were in there. Yeah, except if they bone. Yeah. Uh, Baron then runs in. Seth lays him out with a sling blade. Um, simultaneously, Becky hits a exploder on Lacey out of the corner. Uh, the uh, heels flee. Uh, Baron grabs a mic and tells Seth, "Hey, you should give Becky the universal title." Yeah, because she wears the, and you should go back home and make a sandwich for her. That way, yeah. <laughs> he said, "You should put on apron and go make her a sandwich." It was good. It was I, pretty, I really it was pretty good. <laughs> I really like that. And line. then Baron suggests a, a mixed tag match. Uh, Lacey agrees, so Baron and Lacey are on board, and she says, let's do it Extreme Rules. Becky accepts, but only if Baron and Lacey declare this is their final opportunity that was such, should they That lose. was such fan service. Really that was. was, And that's, by the way, the lock match. Oh, yeah. That is the oh, yeah. absolute lock match oh, yeah. at Extreme Rules. Oh, yeah. All the confidence points are going there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she said, but this is your last chance no more, none of this, no more of this. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And Baron and Lacey accept, but they say, we have a stipulation we want to add. Seth goes, yeah, fine, whatever. Dullard. Yeah. Dullard, Seth. Yeah. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? What if, he put, what if he says, all right, if you lose, you have to retire? Yeah. Why would you do that, Seth? What if he said the stipulation is we get guns and you don't? Yeah. 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 You signed a hold harmless for death agreement. Yeah. What are you doing, Seth? You lose, you get sent back to the Indies. Yeah. Which exactly. apparently is like the worst fate for Seth right now. Apparently, yeah. He says, yeah, whatever. And then Baron says, well, we want both titles on the line. Winners take all. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if Team Baron and Lacey win, they're the new Universal and, and Raw Women's Champion, respectively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting, interesting, interesting uh, uh, stipulation, I guess. Um, otherwise, I guess there's not a whole lot of stakes in, t- in that match. It's just... 
I don't know. Wait, which match? Uh, the the the, the Baron Lacy, yeah. Oh, stakes? What are you talking about? All the stakes. This the winners, winner take all. Oh, come on, it's the lock of the locks. Okay, yeah. I'm just saying you're no say that you're saying there's no stakes. I'm saying there are titles on the line. I know they're not no, gonna win no, the damn no. titles. I said it's that without that there would have been no stakes. Oh yeah. Without the stipulation there'd been no stakes. You know what? I have such I have such a fond association with mixed tag these days, thanks to Mixed Match Challenge. Yeah. I think it'd be fun. I like it. I can I kinda like it. I think it's fine. I think, you know, Seth will have a, a, a good serious cool match at uh whatever it's called SummerSlam, mm-hmm. and uh and we'll have three whole weeks to build it i think it'll be fine hey you know what we've had we've had shorter builds with 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 decent payoffs yeah uh, orton versus styles at mania yeah but those, those guys single promo. those guys i mean they, they just yeah they, they but they had a lot of uh, to draw on for that one single promo seth's got a lot of history whoever his opponent's gonna be it might have some history i don't know i'm i'm well, seems like we can take samoa joe out of the equation so that's I mean that's actually that was actually that really was good. Awesome. The whole segment was really well done. That was done. great. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app. Or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. After that, we had Daniel Bryan and Rowan, the Planets tag team, and the Revival taking on the New Day and the Usos. So champions versus challengers. Mixed brand tag action. Champs versus challengers as well. Yeah, exactly. But there's also elimination. So once uh, one member of a team got pinned or submitted, that team was out of the match. Mm-hmm. Again, a workaround for the whole no commercials during matches thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, at least we didn't have a best two out of three fall. Yeah, I know. I'm actually a big fan of elimination matches, so yeah, I'm, I'm totally, totally fine. I, with yeah, I like elimination I'm matches. I'm fine too. with that. Um, so, uh, first eliminated was Daniel Bryan because he accidentally uh, hit a suicide dive on Scott Dawson. This upset Dash Wilder immensely. So, uh, during a pinning predicament where Bryan rolls up Xavier Woods. And Xavier kicks out. Uh, Daniel Bryan is set towards the rope. Dash hits him with the forearm. Xavier rolls him up for the win. Bryan and Rowan have been eliminated. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, the Revival hit a pretty cool-looking shatter machine on uh, Xavier Woods. Yeah, that was good. New Day is eliminated. Um, and then Michael Cole has to make a point of saying, match will now restart as a tag match before they go to commercial. Just don't say that. Don't yeah. call attention to it. Yeah. Don't, don't call yeah. attention to yeah. it. Yeah. It's unnecessary. You don't have to do that. Yeah. You don't have to do that. Yep. In my mind, you go to commercial, someone hits pause on the action. Mm-hmm. That's totally cool. Yeah. Doesn't bother me. Yeah. Not no, at all. No, when, when, like, you know, uh, on, uh, this is a very current reference, but on, like, for example, 24, when uh, Jack Bauer is fighting uh, some terrorist, and then they go to commercial, and they come back from commercial, I don't think the action has been continuing on during the commercial break. No. I just figure they picked up where they left off. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god. Exactly. And that should be the case. Uh like in, in football or any sports, most of football or basketball, they have things called T V timeouts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where there's scheduled breaks in the action mm-hmm. to run ads. Yeah. And more often than not, the ref will blow the whistle, commentators will say, uh such and such just happened and they'll throw to a commercial at me or mm-hmm. this commercial will roll. Yeah. They don't necessarily always say, oh, time for a TV timeout. They do on occasion, but not all the time. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so yeah, uh, where are we? Uh, Revival, they had a cool uh, 
Doomsday Bulldog. Shout yeah, out to Steiner cool. Brothers. That was good. Uh, and then Jimmy Uso kicks out at two. Um, Dawson goes to the top with Jimmy. The, they kind of wrangle on the top for a uh, position for superplex. Jay tags himself in. However, Dawson doesn't realize it. He does superplex Jimmy. Meanwhile, Jay runs around the other side of the ring. Uh, Wilder was set up for a top rope splash falling superplex. Jay uh, kind of knocks him, so he's uh, tummy first across the top rope. Jay climbs on da- Dash Wilder's back, hits the splash on Scott Dawson after superplex and pins him for the win. It was mm-hmm. actually a pretty creative spot. No, it was really good. I really liked it. So Usos pin the Raw Tag Team Champions. Um, so at least that match will happen Extreme Rules. That'll be good. That'll be good. And, I mean, there's no reason they can't continue that feud onto uh, SummerSlam uh-huh. and have a show-stealing match right mm-hmm. there. I think it'd mm-hmm. be terrific. See, that's the match that, like, I want two out of three falls, a tag match, two out of three falls, tag match mm-hmm. at yeah. SummerSlam. Yeah, I'd be totally fine That'd with be that. excellent. Excellent. Next, we get a quick shot of the Miz walking backstage. And who peeks their head around the corner? Abby the Witch. Mm-hmm. Did you see later on when Kofi is putting pancakes in his title? I saw it after the fact. Me too. Somebody showed it. Because so, so, I was, I figured, you know, once you saw, I saw the Abby the Witch live. And then I was like, oh, I wonder if that's going to be, I mean, it's obviously, it's going to be a thing. Mm-hmm. And then we saw Mercy the Buzzard. I don't know. I don't, I didn't see if Ramblin' Rabbit or uh, Huskus made an appearance. Somebody or Devil Vince. That. Yeah. Um, but uh, so the Firefly Fun House is start Fun House is starting to seep into our reality apparently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, next, uh, Braun apparently was warming up for his uh, tug of war battle against Bobby Lashley later in the evening by uh, tr- playing uh, tug of war against a uh, semi truck and trailer. Yeah. So I wonder who's going to win that one. That that's kind of infuriating to be honest with you, because <laughs> we'll like Braun really Braun like Lashley has to get some. You think so? You know some of these. I think Lashley's lost every match between them. Yeah, he I know. lost the yeah, arm wrestling. He lost thing. the arm wrestling. Thing. I did like that Lashley trained by trying to pull a telephone pole out of the ground. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> that was pretty good. Oh man! Uh, so next up, we had Miz TV with uh, special guest R Truth and Carmella. Uh, Miz uh, said he said, "Listen, I've 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 made sure that the twenty four seven rules are suspended." for your appearance here on Miz TV. And uh, then they throw to a package of truth winning the title at uh, Drake Maverick's wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drake Maverick then comes to the ring and he's a mess. He's talking about how R-Truth ruined his wedding. His wife, they don't want, she doesn't want to go on honeymoon with him. They have yet to consummate the marriage. Yeah, which R-Truth took as constipate. And then the crowd started chanting constipation. Mm-hmm. Crowd was uh, into this. Yeah, and then uh, Drake says, I want a rematch right now in the ring. Mm-hmm. And uh, Miz did what we do on We Book Raw. <laughs> that was amazing. Oh, I'm getting oh, worried that uh, his hand on his we'll ear. have a match and then uh, the 24-7 rules be suspended during the yeah. match. Yeah. It was pretty funny. That was good. And uh, and so, yeah, they end up having a match. R-Truth beats him, like, very quickly. quickly. Flatliner. Yeah, very quickly. And then, of course, the uh, – <laughs> was it Cedric? No, not Cedric. It was uh, it was Titus. Sorry, Titus. Like, <laughs> he was like running, holding. It looked like he was running, holding a ref. Yeah, he had a ref basically in a headlock, running down the ramp. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, loser locker room pours out to the ringside area. Um, there's some back and forth in the ring. Cedric hits a kick on our truth, mm-hmm. goes for the pins. Uh, no way, Jose breaks it up, and everybody starts brawling ringside, which allows our truth and Carmel to escape through the crowd. Um, loser locker room gives chase. Drake has an interview. Um, in the middle of the ring, and he just starts 
basically crying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tries not to cry, holds back tears. And it's cool, man. I feel like Drake Maverick has been the guy that's that's really run with this mm-hmm. and has turned it into something that spotlights himself. Yeah. You know, he was yeah. the one. Apparently, I think we heard a thing that, that uh, it was reported that he was the guy or he took it upon himself to make those flyers yeah. and to, like carry him around and really to, you know, Vince or whoever. Showing Triple the initiative, H, yeah. Took notice of that. And so look where he's at now. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like a focal point of this. Yeah. So, you know, just and like Seth Rollins says, man, you just got to grab the bull by the horns. You got to look at yourself in the mirror. And you got to look at yourself in the mirror. And ask yourself, have you done everything you can to have make the best of the situation? Have you done everything you can? Moxley. My goodness. Just complaining, Larson. Just whining about pretty valid things, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. and, you know, by all accounts, he... <laughs> Did try to make things better. <laughs> yeah. Improve his lot. Yeah. WB to no avail. Uh, so let's see here. And then we had Lacey Evans and Baron talking backstage. He said, we could be the next power couple in the WWE. Yeah. I thought she'd shoot him a nasty look. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, I'm like, that's pretty cool. Cause we are this Saturday on count out. We've got top 10 power couples in the WWE. He's helping us out. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's, he's <laughs> you see Baron's tweet. He was entering the Will Ospreay oh, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, I wrestle more matches than you. To be fair, I don't even know who you are. <laughs> and then did you see Ospreay's response? What did he say? No oh, wonder Raw's yeah. garbage. Yeah. That was a lame response. Because Baron Corbin's obviously just trolling the hell out of the entire situation. Yeah, he probably thinks it's so silly. I know. <laughs> because it had like a gif of a... Uh, of, uh, uh, Danny DeVito, yeah. like in front of an explosion. Yeah, that yeah, was pretty funny. <laughs> Baron's great. Uh, next, we had a it was supposed to be a two on one handicap match, but this became a two on one match between uh, with Team Shane and Drew taking on Roman Reigns. Um, pretty quickly, it was just, uh, hey, we're going to team up and destroy Roman Reigns. Drew uh, picks up the ring steps and drives it in the Roman's face. He has to claim more in the ring. Shane falls with the spear. Drew hits another Claymore, tosses Roman in the corner, puts him in position for coast to coast. Shane climbs to the top rope. Dong. Mm-hmm. Lights go out. Yeah. Lights come back up. Undertaker. Undertaker. He's teleported to the ring. I'll Shane, put you down, Shane. Shane jumps off the top rope. He eats a choke slam. Like no. Flurry of strikes for Drew. Mm-hmm. Taker clears of the ring mm-hmm. with clotheslines. And then it was shortly thereafter announced that Roman and Taker will be having a tag match against Drew and Shane at Extreme Rules. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, whatever the reason is, I popped. I thought it was cool. You know, whenever something – I'm just – I'm happy for the crowd that was there. You yeah. know, it's like, man, they got to see The Undertaker. And, dude, I know. I get it. I've been – I've seen his matches. I know his matches are hard to watch these days. But – you know, it's still kind of cool to see him. I like when he shows up. Yeah. And then after that, uh, we had uh, Braun and Lashley and their tug of war. Braun was uh, acting like he was a big weakling, and Lashley was getting the better of him. Right until uh, Braun's toe was about to cross that red line in the middle of the ring. Then he swerved Lashley, <laughs> gave him a big menacing smile, and then destroyed it. <laughs> Well, then Lashley took that as an opportunity once he crossed that line to oh, attack man, yeah. him. Yeah, smart move on his part. Yeah, uh, he wrapped the, the rope around Braun's eyes. Mm-hmm. We're going to get some sort of a bull rope match between these two extreme rules, aren't we? Is that the one where you get to touch all four corners? I think so. <laughs> uh, I'm cool with it, man. I, Dude, I see. Here's the thing about this. It's stupid, but it's fun. 
And so I'm fine with it. You don't need any more of a story than just I'm stronger than you. My only problem with it is that can we get Lashley to ha to get one win in here? Well, if they do a bull rope match and it's just about touching the corners and that's a way for Lashley to maybe get a win with you know, and Braun doesn't have to be pinned. Yeah, but he's not. Lashley's not going to yeah, win that. Not. This is just one of those things where Lashley's never going to get the upper hand on like anything. Yeah. They should have at least let him get that telephone pole out of the ground. I know. At least do that. I mean, he broke the rope. At so. least have him beat the telephone pole. Like, did he really think he was going to be able to get that telephone pole out? Well, you know, you never know until you try. You got to look yourself in the I mean, mirror. It's in concrete. You got to look yourself in the mirror and say, I'm going to take that telephone pole Did out. I do everything I could in my power to take that telephone <laughs> pole out of the ground using just rope in my own strength? Mm hmm. Anyways, uh, so Braun escapes ringside. Uh, Lashley goes after him. Braun lays out Lashley briefly with a shoulder tackle, but then uh, Lashley responds with this huge running knee. That was pretty cool. Mm. Um, next, AJ Styles' interview. Uh, first, he's asked how he feels. He starts to give an answer. Charlie interrupts him. Yeah, what was that all about? She just wanted to get to the real hard-hitting questions. That was... That was I mean, I would like to think that was like storyline motivated, yeah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. Because he, so he started because I was sort of half paying attention, and then I I really saw I was like, whoa, what did she just do? And uh, yeah, she kind of he was talking about his uh, his rehab. Is that what he was talking yeah. about? And then she was like, oh, I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about uh, your match against Ricochet or something tonight. And he's like, uh, okay, Charlie. Well, this isn't the first time Charlie's been a little. Uh, this is kind of another level, though. Yeah. And to a face, and a guy as respected yeah, as AJ Styles. It's interesting. He should have Styles clashed this shit at her. Wow. Yeah, man. Anyways, he, <laughs> no way Jose's music just starts playing. Kind of defies kayfabe there, because where is it coming from? I feel like AJ Styles was just in a Kafkaesque nightmare. It really this was. This particular backstage sequence. perpetually annoyed this whole And it's interview. like a, some dash of surrealism there, too, because his buddies, the good brothers, Gallows and Anderson. We did see Carl Anderson do the dance, though. So. <laughs> That's right, we did. We got to see the dance. That. So the, he, he, he goes to investigate and finds the club dancing with uh, No Way Jose's conga line. And he's like, don't you, don't you guys have a match against the War Raiders next? What did I tell you? Take this seriously. Be more serious, Todd. And they're like, oh, we're going to take it serious. You can see what we're going to do right now. So, uh, and of that course, match happened. Yeah, that match then happened. And, and just like their match against the Usos, club have the upper hand. They start celebrating with some Dilly two dallying, man. And it gives the Raiders a chance to regroup, and they win. The thing that I'm that I'm hating about this is that they're really burying the too sweet with this whole storyline, because the too sweet seems to be the impetus for their losing ways. It is their undoing. Steve. It is. You should man. take you take notes on that. A lesson to be gleaned oh, from the storyline. Do I need to look at myself in the mirror, man? You need to ask yourself. You're doing everything you can do to prevent yourself from too sweeting. <laughs> oh wow. Maybe maybe I have to stop too sweet. And if you also. have, then you can too sweet away. <laughs> but if you haven't. You need oh, to ask man. yourself if you really should be on a soapbox advocating for everybody too sweet. <laughs> I've done that work. Yeah. I've looked in the mirror. I know. I know. I've soul searched, oh. and I found no too sweeting in my future. Wow, it's, it's tough. It's a tough. It's a tough situation I find myself in right now. So uh, Ray Rowe pins Carl Anderson mm -hmm. after that pop-up power slam. They're calling the Viking Experience. ALK here in chat says, I love Steve's AJ voice. It's like a cross between AJ and a nagging Southern grandma. It's just Crisley. I'm mm -hmm. just doing Crisley because mm -hmm. you know why he knows best. Um, after that, we had uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross backstage. Nikki is apologizing for uh, kind of causing Alexa's loss to Bailey. Yeah, she ain't, she's not putting the whole thing on herself though. No. Um, and then Alexa says, or well, then Nikki says, "We got to find a way to get yourself a rematch." 
And Alexa says, yeah, we got to come up with a plan. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of shoes Nikki away. Yeah. Nikki's like, oh, you're going to do that now? And then right. Alexa's like, yeah, apparently. And then Alexa just sort of stares off into the distance, into the ether. Yeah. Um, commercial break, we come back. Nikki's in the locker room. Natalia and Naomi enter. They warn Nikki that Alexa has been known to be a bit of a jerk. Bit of a jerk. Yeah. And Nikki's kind of defending her. Alexa walks in on the conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sets up match later on. Yeah. Yeah. They, her and Naomi get into it. Naomi's like, I'm going to glow you. I'm going to get your, you're going to get my glow. You're going to get this glow. Mm. Yeah. That's what she said. Something like that. Anyways, after that, oh boy, we had, well, we were going to have Mojo Raleigh versus Heath Slater. That would have been a barn burner. Real show stem. <laughs> Who needs AJ versus Ricochet, right? Give me Mojo versus Heath Slater. Yeah. Mojo's happy. He's on TV. He just signed a new deal. Yeah. Uh, so our uh, truth before this match begins. Here's you, the thing. You imagine me and Mojo Raleigh maybe thinking, man, I'm not sure they're going to re-sign me. And then they come up to you here. Here's double the money. I know. For five years. <laughs> for All right. five years. What? Okay. I'll be cracked mirror man for $500,000 a year. <laughs> Cha-ching. Um, here's the thing. When, this, when, when they cut back to this match, mm-hmm. Mojo and Heath weren't across the ring from each other. They were on the same side of the ring. Did you notice that? Oh, I didn't notice yeah, that. Yeah, they were like they were stretching and stuff. Side. No, they were on the same side of the ring. Maybe they're going to tag team again. That's what I thought. But no, the commentator said no. It was supposed to be Mojo versus versus Heath. Because when I originally wrote it down, I was like, oh, Mojo and Heath are tag teaming? That's weird. Oh, wow, yeah. yeah. Anyways. Anyways, our truth runs through the crowd, into the ring. Uh, uh, Heath takes advantage of the situation, hits a neck breaker on our truth. He is your new 24-7 champion. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Truth pretty quickly hits a flatliner on him, reclaims the title. Cedric runs in, hits a lumbar check. Oh, I missed the lumbar check, dude. Oh, that's so good. I miss. I mean, maybe I should just start. Hey, evidently, main event is the place to be now. Yeah. Main event is like threatening. I don't know who's running that show, but main event evidently is threatening to be like up there with 205 and NXT. Really? Because, I mean, think about it. That's where you had the Dana Brooke match. Yeah. That's where all the EC3 matches have. Apparently, the War Raiders have a, a ton of matches there. And Cedric Alexander is there. He claims to be the champion yeah, of the yeah, main yeah. event. That might be worth checking out. That then. might be the place to be. And on top of that, it's only, like, in terms of matches, it's probably only around 20 minutes long. Mm-hmm. Because the rest is all recaps. Mm-hmm. I think you get, like, two matches, maybe three. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. Um, and then... Uh Cedric rolls out of the ring. He's starting to celebrate. EC3 does like a reverse DDT and dumps Cedric right in his head. Mm-hmm. Um, and EC3 is, and Cedric both pick up their first singles titles. In the span of about 90 seconds. In WWE. I don't know that Moose called. That's what uh, the original Dirty Deeds was. What, that e, what EC3 did? Yeah, yeah. Where you, 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 like the head's right here. The crown of the head's right here. You just fall forward. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. The top of their head. I don't know that Moose Was called. that what the original Dirty Deeds was? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it looks great. Uh, so yeah, then uh, Carmella grabs the belt from EC3. Truth then rolls up EC3 yeah. to win that belt. I, these guys just gonna get it. I mean, at least Cedric tried to get it and run. I know EC3 just sat there celebrated. Yeah, he yeah, yeah, running. yeah, I know. Uh, so yeah, Truth is once again twenty four seven title. Uh, crowd's really into it. There's a whole piece out there. Somebody mentioned this. Who was this? I think Alfred Alfred Conowa mm-hmm. of Forbes did a piece about the social media impact. The YouTube numbers on the 24-7 stuff is just off the charts. Yeah, it's yeah. like the most popular thing on WWE's YouTube right now. Yeah, totally. So that's awesome. That's really cool. It's something yeah. to to be positive about. Yes. Uh, uh, next, Ricochet interview. Mm-hmm. Where he was saying, the, you know, <clears throat> he, he's sore, uh, but he woke up a U.S. champ, and that's a, a feeling that 
he doesn't want to lose anytime soon. Yeah. So he's here now that he's champion to prove that he deserves to hold that title. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. And he does. Yes. After that, we had uh, Kofi Kingston versus Sami Zayn. It started with a promo that was way too long, in my opinion. Although it was pretty funny when Kofi... Uh, so it's supposed to be a Kofi interview. <laughs> instantly interrupted by Sami and Kevin Owens. They say it's Sami and Kevin Owens showtime. They start reading some pretty canned questions. Mm-hmm. And Kofi uh, asks Kevin Owens about the zit he has on his the forehead. bleeding zit on his forehead. That was kind of funny. That was pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, the rest... Yeah, when Kevin and Sami, they were going on a bit long after that. Yeah. I think it was mainly like the <clears throat> the Sammy stuff. It was just going on way too long. Yeah. Uh, in any event... Uh, match happens. Yeah, match happens. It was pretty good. Uh, Kofi won after reversing a blue thunder bomb into a roll-up. Right after the match, Owens grabs the mic. He challenges Kofi to a match. Mm. So then we go to commercial break. Yeah. We come back and the match begins. It's pretty short and it culminates with Kofi hitting an SOS... On the foot of the ramp, and it looks like Owens hit his head pretty darn hard on there, too. Mm-hmm. And Kofi gets back in the ring right before uh, the 10 count, so he wins by count out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sammy tries to attack Kofi after the bell. Kofi tosses him out of the ring and then hits his trust fall uh, over the top rope on Owens and Zane. Um, and so Kofi's on the ramp walking up. Joe lays him out, uh, swings him into the LED board. Follows that with an Uranagi on stage. Uranagi. Russ come out to break it up. He starts to go backstage. Then he decides, nah, I'm not done. He runs back out, locks in the coquina clutch on Kofi. Yeah, so we're getting Joe. Versus Kofi. Versus Kofi. Extreme rules. I would expect. Even though... So wait, is Joe a raw? He's on raw? Okay, he's former U.S. champ. See, that's what I was trying to say yesterday, man. None of that shit matters anymore. No, it doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter. It's just whoever's there's doing. no brand split anymore. What are the chances? Joe wins. Joe could be the transition between Kofi and Roman. Uh huh. What, what would you rather have? Joe lose to Kofi. Let's say they take this to SummerSlam. Yeah. Joe loses to Kofi. One thing they were really pushing last night during Kofi's matches was that he'll accept any match and he might be uh, worried himself out. Would you rather have an elongated Kofi Kingston title reign or Samoa Joe adding his name to the legacy of the WWE title? Because I know which one I'd like, and it's Samoa Joe. Yeah. (sighs) If Kofi loses at SummerSlam, he'd have that belt for about four months. Yeah. Longer in Austin's first title reign, but Mm -hmm. then Austin had it like six more times. Was Austin seven times? I don't think he had that many times. I don't think he had seven times. No, I don't think so. In fact, I think he had four. I think it was like four. Okay. And his longest one was uh, during the invasion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, yeah. he he had it pretty briefly. <clears throat> so yeah, what would you rather? What would you prefer, man? And the caveat is Kofi would not get it again. Yeah, he's not gonna have it again, probably. Yeah. That's tough. It is tough. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. 
The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Joe deserves it, man. He does. But I, here's here's really the question. It's uh, if Kofi loses it, he'll never get it again, or if or this is Joe's like sole opportunity to ever go for a world title ever again. Because mm-hmm. that's the that's the question. Then I guess I'll say Joe getting Joe the title. Joe, Joe, Joe. Like if this is his one opportunity to actually win the title, mm-hmm. it'll never happen again the rest of his career. Yeah. Then you gotta go with Joe. Like gotta go with Joe, man. Otherwise, I feel like Joe's got some good years left in him. So if he doesn't win this feud, eventually they're gonna they're gonna come upon a storyline where it makes all the sense in the world for him to win and carry it. He's so good, and he he they just all. Oh, that's I mean, look, you got one thing you have to appreciate is that <clears throat> they always keep Joe legitimate. Mm-hmm. They've been able to keep I think him. Joe legitimate. keeps Joe legitimate. Yeah, no, I agree. They're not they're not telling him that he's a guy who's riding around on a unicycle. No. Um, I see him as a more credible threat than than I saw Bray Wyatt mm-hmm. at the end of his last run. Mm-hmm. You know, they had really kind of run Bray. It wouldn't surprise me if they do something where Joe more or less manhandles Kofi at Extreme Rules and some sort of thing where Kofi rolls him up during a cooking to clutch. So we've seen several times. Mm-hmm, sure, yeah. To get the win. Yeah, it's gonna. Yeah, you're right. No, you're totally right. It's gonna be a weird thing where like Joe either gets rolled up or he's got like one shoulder. It's gonna be some weird. Stuff. Yeah, it's be some weird stuff. And yeah. then if it's, there's a rematch at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. If he wins, it's going to be pretty decisive. Yeah. Not a squash, but it'll be a good match. But yeah, there'll be no question about it. Or if they if they want to do it right, then that's when they'll do it. Uh, then, yeah, next it was announced. Roman and Undertaker tagging up, taking on Drew and Shane Extreme Rules. Mm-hmm. Well, you're missing a hell of a pay-per-view while you're uh, overseas, man, it looks like. Uh, next, Naomi versus. That's no, that's that's going to be a fun pay per view. That is going to be a fun pay per view. If they if they do Alexa versus Bailey again, um, which they seem to indicate they want to mm-hmm. try to do last night, uh, that should be another good match. Uh, the the main event seems like it's going to be fun. Yeah, it could be. Uh, next, Naomi taking on Alexa Bliss. Um, towards the end, Naomi is going for a baseball slide on Alexa. However, Alexa was being like helped up by Nikki. Alexa gets out of the way. Nikki is the one that eats the baseball slide. Naomi's like, oh, man, I didn't mean to do that. She turns around, eats the DDT from Alexa. Mm-hmm. Alexa pins her. She wins. After the bell, Alexa starts beating down Naomi. She invites Nikki to join in. And so Nikki shoves Naomi, but also knocks over Alexa in the mm-hmm. process. Natalia comes out uh, to make the save. Come back from commercial. Now we have... A tag match. Yeah. Um, which Alexa Bliss wins as well, but is after uh, Nikki hits a swinging neck breaker. Um, Alexa tags herself in before the move. Um, gets the win. Yeah. So, like, I, again, you're sort of looking at the commercial break aspect of things and just thinking, okay, so... This really should have been a tag match to begin with, probably. Well, people are having two matches over the course of the night like well i mean i don't know i'm thinking of kofi he had two matches yeah and then alexa had two matches yeah and they will obviously naomi too at least the uh, the kofi one it kind of played in the story where he'll just he won't he'll take on all challengers Mm -hmm. you know 
it's just I feel like week after week. And again, I'm, I'm I know I'm overthinking this. I get it. I know that not everybody is like so tuned into like, oh, the backstage shenanigans. I totally get it. It's just we talk about it. So it's on my mind and it shouldn't matter. But I just I'm thinking about the future. Yeah. Uh, and like I'm many? thinking to myself, how many pretzels are they going to have to wrap up? A they, lot. You know, A like. Lot. Okay, how are we going to do it this week? How are we going to figure it out this week? Okay, this person's going to have three matches. I know. This person, we got to do best two out of three. Now we got to do an elimination. We got to do, like, it, it seems like, I think it was a point you brought up yesterday, having to shoehorn, having the commercial thing be top priority shouldn't be how stories are dictated. Yeah, that's the issue. Or shouldn't dictate how stories are written. Yeah, that's the issue. Yeah. Uh, finally, our main event, AJ Styles versus Ricochet. Um, early on in the match, the club come down to ringside. Carl Anderson. Carl Anderson. Carl Anderson. Tries to get involved, tripping up Ricochet. AJ's in the ring. He starts yelling at him. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Hey, Don't do that. Hey, hold on. Rick, hold on, Rick. Just wait. wait. Ref, Rick. Wait. wait. Just wait. 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 Hold on. Somebody give me a microphone. Give me a microphone. Give me a microphone. All right, listen. Y'all need to get to the back now, Todd. All right? Because this is a match, and I'm going to stand here until you're gone. And Gallo's like, what, you don't need us? No, I don't need you. I need you to get to the back now, Todd. And then they're like, okay. And so, again, that leads to the commercial. And then we come and back. Then, well, then they say the match will now restart yeah. after commercial. Yeah. When they didn't have to say that at all. Yeah. But that being said, I was, you know, I'm again, you, you're right. This did allow that last big chunk of time to be yeah. exclusively got, the match. Got 11 minutes. We got 11 minutes. minutes, and they can do a lot. Yeah. A lot in 11 minutes. Where do you think this story is going? Did you like this match? It was okay. I thought the match was fine. It, was, it wasn't It was the high-flying affair you would expect from these two, and I wonder, even though AJ's been cleared, he looked like he was moving a little gingerly. He looked a little slow. Yeah. But I thought he made up for it with some creativity. Yeah. There was the bit where he did the... Uh, he did the... He had on the, the, the wrist lock or whatever, and he did the oh, thing. Yeah. And then Ricochet tried to do the same thing, and AJ just stopped it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was some creativity going on in this match. Yeah, that there I really was, appreciated. It was. And rather than focusing on the high-flying stuff, there was some technical stuff to start, some yeah. more striking. Um, and it, it felt like AJ was trying to prove a point to the club. This is how you win a match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, is this going to lead to an AJ heel turn with the club? Or is it going to lead to a feud between AJ and the club? Right. I don't know. Which in, in a sense, I don't know, dude. I don't see. Here's the thing. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. Uh, again, talking about backstage shenanigans, and just because of the Moxley interview, is this WWE bearing them on the way out, or Indeed. is this them giving them an opportunity to shine, put them in a good spot, so that they'll be enticed to resign? I think it could be both. It could be both, huh? Depending on the week, I think it is both. Yeah, I think it is. Because I would love to see AJ versus Carl Anderson, 101, yeah. 12 minutes on Raw. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. I wonder. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know the dynamics. I don't know if AJ's the kind of guy who's going to do what he does or do what he's told. Or if he'd, if he'd feel weird about being complicit and bearing them on the way out. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Well, I don't know at all. But uh, in any event, uh, I, did imp- I did appreciate the match. Um, AJ went over clean uh, mm-hmm. with a phenomenal forearm. And... Uh, and yeah, and then gave all you know gave all the respect to Ricochet. One thing I wish commentary had done. Great, I had to watch on my phone early this morning, so with the volume kind of low, so maybe they did mention I didn't pick up on it. Uh, really pushing 
the beating that Ricochet took at the hands of Samoa Joe the day before. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, they didn't. I don't think they did that kind of nearly enough. Although they did reference, like during his interview, obviously, you know, he he talked about that a little bit. Yeah, um, I, I felt, kind of felt like that's something they really needed to hammer home, um, because then that's that's kind of an out for why Ricochet lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But no, I liked it. I like that they're they're taking a, a good approach. I think to Ricochet, it's obvious watching last night the fact that man we had ricochet versus aj styles in the main event mm-hmm. um vince really seems to like ricochet and that's mm-hmm. a good thing you know mm-hmm. i think that they're treating a couple people really really well right now yeah um and it's it's i i think that you know i feel like right now WWE's in a weird transitionary phase where they're figuring out some stuff that they really need to figure out and uh I'm 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 like very very cautiously optimistic on some of it. Uh, other 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 stuff I still have to come around to. You yeah, know, I mean some of it is just what are they doing over there? Anyways, obviously, obviously. Yeah. All right, let's do some SmackDown. Would previewing. you like to do us? I'll do the first SmackDown. Yes, preview. yes, yes. How will Kofi Kingston react? To Samoa Joe's attack. See, that's actually a cliffhanger that I'm really kind of into. I want to know this. Yeah. Uh, WWE champion Kofi Kingston leapt over Dolph Ziggler and out of a steel cage victory. Oh, by the way, that's one thing we have to talk about. Dolph Ziggler seems to be done, right? Is he done? I think he's done. Yeah, that feud's over. I I think it's done. I hope. Uh, On Sunday at Stomping Grounds, then bested both Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens in consecutive matches on Monday Night Raw. But the champion did not have a moment to rest last night as Samoa Joe crept up behind him and put Kingston's lights out with the Coquina Clutch. How will the WWE champion react to this shocking, shocking sneak attack? Who will be next to step up to Bailey at WWE Stomping Grounds? Bailey turned back the challenge of Alexa Bliss, defeating the goddess to retain her SmackDown Women's Championship. When asked who should be next to step up to the plate, the hugger named just about everyone on the Team Blue roster from Charlotte Flair to Liv Morgan. Will any of these women be next in line to Wait, challenge They didn't Bailey? show that on TV last night. No, there no, was no, a .com. It was like a .com or Twitter. So player. that would maybe indicate the Alexa Bliss thing is done. I guess we'll find out tonight on SmackDown. Yeah, when Alexa Bliss shows up. Again, something I'm interested in seeing. Next, has Brian and Rowan's tag team revolution hit a roadblock? Daniel Bryan and Rowan's crusade to bring respect to the tag team division took another step forward at stomping grounds when they defeated the powerful heavy machinery to retain their SmackDown tag team titles. However, their cause may have taken a step back when they were eliminated first in an eight man elimination tag team match by the new day. Thanks to an inadvertent assist from raw tag team champions. Say yeah. The revival. Seems like a pretty advertent form. Yeah. Who could not get on the same page with Bryan and Rowan? Can the champions bounce back? Have Xavier Woods and Big E put themselves in position for a future SmackDown tag team title opportunity? Uh, lastly, how will Shane O'Mac and McIntyre react to The Undertaker's return? Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre had Roman Reigns on the rope set up for a coast-to-coast when their fortunes Turk took a dark turn. The Undertaker made a shocking appearance shocking. on Raw last night, snatching Shane O'Mac out of the air with a choke slam, then staggering McIntyre with the big boot in a flurry of punches. If the surprise arrival of the dead man the wasn't dead enough, man. the best in the world and the Scottish psychopath soon learned that they would be facing the big dog and the phenom in a huge tag team battle extreme rules. 
What will be the fallout of this stunning turn of events? Stunning. Find out tonight on SmackDown Live, 8, 7 Central on USA Network. Would you like to answer some questions, yes. Mr. Lee? Would you like to look at the television? Yes. I'm going to look at the Discord. Oh, there you go. I've been, I've been ignoring been Discord. Neglectful. I've been neglectful, and I feel bad about that. I, it's not on purpose. It's got a lot going on right now. About uh, the board of playing Vandalia, 1998. Do you think Roman's booking now is better or worse than it was before he, he uh, had to take a leave for leukemia? Kind of the same. Well, they're not shoehorning him in the main title scene. But I'm going to say that, it's better because like there was so much Roman brought leading up to it. Yeah. So I'll, I'll say better. In terms of like his actual character, how the character is booked is more or less the same. The storyline might be different. But... but asks what did you guys think of the in-ring camera angle they used for was that noticeably different last night i didn't notice anything different last night holden stanford does steve being gone mean adam mayhem co-hosting oh did you answer this right no yeah cal jack cal jack you guys are gonna love it uh let's see here uh, Jimmy Thomas, I just want the Undertaker to shoot and say Vince is offering so much money to stay away from Starcast. I'm building onto Michelle's lady gym. Michelle needs a second lady gym now, one that's cardio exclusive. Mm-hmm. The first one's all about strength, strength training, weights. It's basically a CrossFit gym. She wants to be the next CrossFit Jesus. I told her you can achieve anything, Michelle. You just need to look at yourself in the mirror. Minion TM69, I'll put you down like a mog. I'll put you down. Like what? A mog. So oh, take like your a mog. Spaceballs. There you go. I haven't seen that movie since it came out. Oh, really? Well, that's not true. I think I saw it like a couple years later. Oh, DJ Guttercat has a good question. Did Raw miss the opportunity for Ali to make the save on Roman? Vigilante Mustafa Ali. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yes. They did. Or just to walk by it. Yeah. Because that's what he did. He yeah, didn't actually no. save anybody. No. Uh, let's see here. Snake Sosa, the IC champ. How are they How are they going to do that picture-in-picture picture ads tonight if, on SmackDown if no wrestling is allowed? Are they just going to get rid of picture-in-picture? Picture? Or they'll actually have wrestling allowed for those picture-in-picture picture commercial breaks. We'll find out tonight on SmackDown Live. Live, 8, 7 Central, USA Network. Michael Forbes, do you think Firefly Funhouse could have come to be without the broken universe happening years before? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I Well, so I think it, I, yeah, it could have come to be. I do wonder how much uh, inspiration Bray might have taken from that stuff, oh, though. I mean, that's, 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 a, that's, a, that's a possibility. That's a question. That... Uh, Dominist. Last night, Michael Cole mentioned that Seth and Becky were a, quote, real-life couple. What is that supposed to mean in kayfabe? It means confusion. It is. It's very confusing. It is so confusing. It's like, yeah, this is real life. It's kayfabe. Uh, the villain Alan Black with Abby the Witch showing up behind Miz and Mercy the Buzzard behind Kofi. Could they be potential targets for Bray? Maybe. Or I think they're just going to start you know, popping up. Yeah, I think they'll be like a little Easter eggs. Uh, yeah, randomly in the universe. Uh, diddly doodler. Oh, by the way, did you see uh, somebody had a Hey, you're oh, yeah, not me awesome. shirt. That was awesome. We you can get that right now. Pro Wrestling Tees. During the opening segment. Pro Wrestling slash going in raw. Uh, diddly doodler was there. He says Revival cut a promo during the break that had nuclear heat oh, wow. for eliminating Daniel Bryan. Wow. Zach Hughes, 94, kayfabe. Why does Baron still wrestle in business clothes instead of ring gear? He says but before, then in, in the dark match, he has a t shirt on. He had a dark match afterwards with mm. Seth, uh, and he put on his T-shirt. Dress for the job you want, man. That's the that's the reasoning. He still wants to be Raw GM. 
But why would he then wear a t-shirt when the cameras are off? Because it's off the air. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Andrew Moynihan. Should pay-per-view ads have separate feeds for the network? Pay-per-view ads. So should the like the ad the ads that run on pay-per-view be different than the ads that run on the network? Is that the question? Pay-per-views don't run like actual ads. They run ads for WWE stuff yeah. and like tap out or whatever. And it's probably the it. same stuff they run on the network. Yeah. Nick C, how would you make an all elite wrestling video game? Be creative. No, just make it like the N64 games. No, just try to just go to Ukes. Ukes is looking to make a different wrestling game. Yeah. Then that'd be WWE. Yeah. I just want I don't want 2K. I just want 2K19 but with uh, all elite. I'm fine with that. I want I want uh, WCW versus NWO World Tour that engine with today's graphics. That's what I want. Yeah, I'd be cool with that. Make uh, it a basketball game. All right. Uh, a cart game, racing game. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Have it like Twisted Metal Black. There you go. But with all elite. Uh, Norgangi. Uh, Kofi will beat Joe clean repeatedly. Says Super Kofi. What Kofi will beat. Yeah, maybe. I mean, entirely sometimes possible. they do They do that. They wheel out Joe as a strong opponent just to lose. Mm-hmm. Still, it'd be great to see him with that title. Let me go over to the Patreon now. Yeah. And Quoth, see if we got more questions there. Quoth Raven 79. Super Dude will take take her down like a dog. Oh, not Super Dude. I was I was playing. I was uh, doing a live stream last night. Oh. You can check out my live streams at twitch.tv forward slash mfsteve here. Um, I was figuring out who the top Superman was with Community Creations. Oh. And there was one guy, his name Super Dude. Oh, did he, was he top Superman? You'll have to find out. You can tell me. I'm not, I'll tell you off camera. Oh. But I need people to watch it. Gotcha. Uh, Brian Jankowski, never going to complain about the best wrestler of all time, The Undertaker, coming back. There you go. Yeah. I don't really want to see him in the ring anymore. He's old. Well, Mr. Brian Jankowski. He's, he, yeah, his opinion. He, that's his opinion. That's what he wants to see. Totally. Yeah. I'm cool with it. I like it. Uh, I just, you know, I don't really need to see his matches, but. Whatever. Well, that's the issue. <laughs> appearance generally is going to lead to a match. I know. That's why I don't really get excited about the appearance. You know, okay, but here's the thing. Match. I got a lot of mileage out of that Goldberg match. You know, I'm talking to Hilton about it. It was hilarious. Yeah. You know, we get a lot out of that. Yeah. So I'm, it's a car wrecks are okay sometimes. It's all right. It's good. And this is like a tag match. It's not going to matter. Uh, Patrick, Patrick, Gemini, thank you. Uh, Alex Foster, if you guys were on Firefly Funhouse, what weird lessons would you try to teach the viewers? Be all about looking in the mirror. Try hard. Yeah, try hard. Give it your best effort. <laughs> would that be what dance or what uh, song would you tell? What would be the title of the song that you would, as your own muscle man dance? Be like, try your best, be better than the rest. <laughs> That's good. I don't know. It's not that good. <laughs> no, that's great. Uh, better than the rest. Blazing Death. Thank you. Jeffrey Nguyen says, down with fair. Hashtag Team Worm. Hashtag Fun Luminati. Wow. Oh, God. Just don't bring that. All sorts of infighting. Oh, my goodness. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, oh, Dakota, ahead. do you think, uh, Dakota Milo, do you think we'll get an AJ heel turn in the near future against Ricochet? No. I, it's, it's, I'll, I'll put it up there as like a 30% possibility. Quote the Raven 79, I find it funny, but explain the Lady Jim. 
There's something Steve said about uh, it was just the random Michelle McCool wouldn't have a gym in the garage and it yeah was it was it's all about Undertaker getting you know needing to continue to get paid because he has a younger wife she wants to stay fit she wants her lady gym uh, Gion uh, says could Taker tell my boss I need to go home early hmm. I don't know your boss's name Gion's boss listen. Gion is Jacksonville's number one. He's got lots to do. Let him go home early and give him paid leave. Patrick Sparks, uh, defend Ricochet losing his first match as U.S. champ despite it being AJ who, yes, should win. Ricochet should not be losing right now. You know what it does, man? It humanizes Ricochet. It gets us in on the journey of Ricochet so that when he climbs that ladder and he's aiming for the Universal title a year or two from now, we'll be emotionally invested in it. Uh, they just Commentary should do a better job of, of, of saying that he was beat up from his match with Joe. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. There's that, too. For me, that's what it is. But I'm fine with him losing to a guy who, you know, has the current title on a record on having a title for X number of days or whatever it was. I'm fine with that. Eight days is a big, big deal. He was on the cover of video game, Todd. No, yeah, he is a huge deal, obviously. Uh, A.K.A. Billy. Who the heck does Seth face at SummerSlam if it isn't Baron Corbin? Is it Brock Lesnar? Is Brock, how about this? Brock does one more failed cash-in attempt, and he's just like, screw it, man. I'm not cut out for the opportunistic cash-in. Here, SummerSlam. Let's just do it. Normal match. I'm Brock Lesnar. I beat everybody. Come on. Yeah, yeah, maybe. You know. Maybe. May as well just do that. Paul. Your ideas for my cash-ins have been terrible. Your prat falling is just a mess. Just cash in the damn thing. Maybe. Maybe kind of underwhelming, though. Well, it's Brock. Uh, Gemini, who would be... How would you book Alistair versus Finn? Uh, Alistair's in his room. Why won't anybody fight me? And then Finn's like, Hey, is this the bathroom in here? And uh, he's like, Yes! My pee corner is over there. You are welcome to it. And then Finn goes over there and he says, psych. And then he hits him on the yeah. head while he's peeing. Yeah. So he's like, Finn's like, oh, I don't know what to do. Should I like, well, no, it's black. It's black mass. He hits him with while he's peeing. So Finn's, you know, like knocked out, but the urination continues to flow. <laughs> so Alistair Black pretty much makes Finn Balor pee on himself. 
Perfect. See, look, you should be collaborating on writing raw, man. And, and sit and, here. And that's enough reason, if any, for Finn to be Oh, upset. yeah. Yeah, like, you, made Alistair, me, you made me pee on myself. Yeah. Yeah, I, wet, I wets myself. It's humiliating. I want to fight you now. Yeah. Good. Happy now. James, uh, James Francis. Uh, do you guys think AJ is truly destroyed emotionally by having to mock and dismiss the Good Brothers? I do kind of want that to be a story. Mm-hmm. Like, what What are you guys doing? You even said that. Where's the Gallows and Anderson I, I met in Japan? Come on, man. Mm-hmm. And they're like doing it. He's like, this is the one you met in Japan. You've yeah, seen yeah, the clip. I mean, you've, you've seen, seen the clip. See, you, the, the, the Gallows and Anderson you met in Japan are not one-dimensional right. characters. It's not all just machine gunning. Yeah. There's some... There's some groove smooth there. Smooth moves, too. There's some smooth moves. <laughs> Haven't you heard my song? Be the best. Better, Better than, than the rest. rest. Uh, here we go. Thomas Dunnigan. How did the conversation go of Vince asking Undertaker to team up with Roman? You be Vince. All right. Uh, ring, ring, ring. Oh. <laughs> Mark. Yeah, Vince. What do you want? My hips hurt. I got a proposition for you. Oh my! Here's a proposition. You see that Goldberg match you made me do? That sucked. Let me do Starcast Three. No, I got something much better for you. Oh, this is the deal. Okay. I don't know. You've been watching the product lately, but <laughs> we've got Shane and Drew teaming up against Roman. He needs a partner. That Drew guy is huge and awesome. Why do you have him henching for Shane? Don't change the subject, Tommy. Do you want to be Roman Reigns' partner? I Extreme love Roman. Extreme I put him over. I thought it was my last match, and then I could do a podcast. Every time I think I'm out, Vince keeps pulling I'll me pay back. I'll pay you $200,000. That's it. Add another zero to it. I know how much money you're making off TV and the Saudi Arabians. Give me that money. Deal. Give me what I want. Deal. Another zero. No. Two million. Be Twenty million at that point. Oh, yeah. All the money. Uh, Chris Coffey. Are you going to be watching live Fighter Fest this Saturday? No. I'll yeah. be preparing to be on airplane the next day. Yeah, I might do a live stream for it. Stay tuned. Uh, let's see here. Blake Whitehouse. EC3 is in the loser locker room because Ambrose was getting more cheers than him. But is there a confirmed reason Cedric's in the loser locker room? I don't think EC3 is in the loser locker room because of the Ambrose thing. I think he's kind of getting out of that because he won the damn 24-7 title last night. I think he's out of. I think he would have been in loser locker room regardless. Vince doesn't know what to do with him. He doesn't like him. He whatever it is, he doesn't see it in him. So that's where he's. That's where he's at right now. Mm-hmm. Same reason for whatever reason. Vince thinks Bob Rude uh, is loser locker room material. He doesn't have anything for him. It's insane. It's obs- it's obscene that EC3, Bob Rude, and Cedric Alexander are have the same lot right now as Mojo Raleigh. That's obscene. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, man. Anyways, let's see if there's any other forced here. Forced questions? Forced questions. Oh, interesting. I like, we'll leave on this one. All right. From the glorious Steve Klain. We met him. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. At StarCast Deuce. What would a heel going in raw podcast be like? I guess we'd yell a lot. We kind of do that already. People we'd would be, ask us to do things we wouldn't do it. I guess we'd be like super more negative. No, no, we'd be like super pro WWE. 
Oh, that's the heel version now. Yeah, I guess so. We'd be defend. We'd be on board. Like we'd be. We'd be like Seth Rollins. We'd be like point. Seth Rollins. Yeah, we'd just yeah, be yeah, yeah, endlessly yeah. defending it, bashing. Uh, Will Osprey. Wrestling. He's just this is New Japan is just bingo hall wrestling. Nobody cares about that stuff. You're not in WWE. You're crap. Right now, that'd be like the uh, heel version. Kind of how I feel, anyways. But <laughs> that's a joke. It's a joke. Everybody react. It's so funny though. Like these days, <clears throat> WWE is so weird. That like in our comments, nobody knows what like they're like. Oh, you guys are so negative. You guys are so positive. You guys are too. We get you're too positive and you're too negative about the same exact thing. Oh, Can't believe you guys sick. thought Raw is good. It's crap. You guys are too happy about Raw, or you guys are too negative on Raw. It's it's crazy. We're not making anybody happy, so I guess we're doing something right. Yeah, basically. Anyways. Uh, thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. What do we got coming up for Overrun today? Rusev, his contract status, maybe. Bonus episode talking about Rusev Day. Oh. So, yeah, uh, $5 patrons, YouTube channel members. Y'all are invited to come check out a bonus episode. Mm-hmm. You can click join on YouTube or go to patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. And once again, big shout out to Manscaped. Yes. For sponsoring today's show, if you really want to help going in raw, where do you go, Larson? Manscaped.com. Use promo code GIR, 20% off first order. Anyways, that's it for the show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Be a part of going in raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy going in raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute going in raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support going in raw today. Click the link in the description. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.